This program is brought to you by BibleWayMedia.org, overseen by the Uloga Church of Christ in Uloga, Oklahoma. You're listening to Contending for the Crown with Kristen Rao. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Contending for the Crown. I hope you are having a wonderful day. Spring has sprung and summer is just around the corner. That means many people are planting gardens that will soon be filled with an abundance of fresh fruits and vegetables. In my opinion, there aren't many things that taste better than a freshly sliced homegrown tomato on a hot summer day. We aren't as dependent on home gardens anymore since we have such a variety of fresh produce available in quantity at grocery stores. Many like to grow their own gardens, though, for the quality of the produce. Vegetables just taste better when they come out of your own garden. You also get a sense of satisfaction knowing that you work to grow the food yourself. Is having a garden of your own worth sulking over, deceiving others, or even murder? Of course not, but we can read in First Kings of a couple who did all of these things, all for the sake of a vegetable garden. Let's read First Kings chapter 21, verses 1-7. through 7. Now Naboth the Jezreelite had a vineyard in Jezreel, beside the palace of Ahab king of Samaria. And after this Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard that I may have it for a vegetable garden, because it is near my house, and I will give you a better vineyard for it, or if it seems good for you, I will give you its value in money. But Naboth said to Ahab, the Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. And Ahab went into his house, vexed and sullen, because of what Naboth the Jezreelite had said to him. For he had said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. And he lay down on his bed, and turned away his face, and would eat no food. But Jezebel his wife came to him and said to him, Why is your spirit so vexed that you eat no food? And he said to her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite, and said to him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if it pleases you, I will give you another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. And Jezebel his wife said to him, Do you now govern Israel? Arise and eat bread, and let your heart be cheerful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. King Ahab wanted Naboth's vineyard in order that he could turn it into a vegetable garden. He wanted it because it was near his palace. He offered to pay for the vineyard or give Naboth a better vineyard in exchange. Ahab was being reasonable with Naboth at this point. Naboth couldn't give the vineyard to Ahab, though, because it had been forbidden by the Lord. At this point, Ahab goes back to his palace and refuses to eat because he was so upset about the whole matter. This is the point where Ahab becomes unreasonable. He doesn't act like a mature adult, but instead like a spoiled child who hasn't been given the toy they requested. Jezebel, Ahab's wife, comes in and asks why he is so upset. She says to him that she will get him the vineyard. He doesn't ask how. All he cares about is getting what he wants. Let's read verses 8 through 14. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal, and she sent the letters to the elders and the leaders who lived with Naboth in his city. And she wrote in the letters, Proclaim a fast and set Naboth at the head of the people, and set two worthless men opposite him, and let them bring a charge against him, saying, You have cursed God and the king. 
Then take him out and stone him to death. And the men of his city, the elders and the leaders who lived in his city, did as Jezebel had sent word to them. As it was written in the letters that she had sent them, they proclaimed a fast and set Naboth at the head of the people. And the two worthless men came in and sat opposite him. And the worthless men brought a charge against Naboth in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death with stones. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth has been stoned, he is dead. Jezebel used deception to gain the vineyard. She forged Ahab's name on the letters that she wrote. She asked men to bring a false charge against Naboth, which led to him being stoned to death. Once Jezebel heard that Naboth had been killed, she told Ahab to take possession of the vineyard, verses 15 and 16. The Lord condemned Ahab for his actions. When reading this account, it seems like Jezebel did all the dirty work. Ahab's actions, the sulking, led to Jezebel taking action. They were both condemned in the end. 1 Kings 21, 17-23 Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab king of Israel, who is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, where he has gone to take possession. And you shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, Have you killed and also taken possession? And you shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, In the place where dogs, where dogs licked up the blood of Naboth, shall dogs lick your own blood. Ahab said to Elijah, Have you found me, O my enemy? He answered, I have found you, because you have sold yourself to do what is evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring disaster upon you. I will utterly burn you up, and will cut off from Ahab every male, bond or free, in Israel. And I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat and like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah, for the anger to which you have provoked me, and because you have made Israel to sin. And of Jezebel the Lord also said, The dog shall eat Jezebel within the walls of Jezreel. Any one belonging to Ahab who dies in the city, the dog shall eat. And any one of his who dies in the open country, the birds of the heaven shall eat. Ahab eventually repented, and because of this he avoided destruction but the consequences were passed on to his son's generation. Verses 27 through 29 And when Ahab heard these words, he tore his clothes and put sackcloth on his flesh, and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went about dejectedly. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Have you seen how Ahab has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring the disaster in his days, but in his son's days I will bring the disaster upon his house. Jezebel herself and all of Ahab's house were executed, as we read in Second Kings 9.30-10.11. through 10, 11. When Jehu came to Jezreel, Jezebel heard of it, and she painted her eyes and adorned her head and looked out of the window. And as Jehu entered the gate, she said, Is it peace, you Zimri, murderer of your master? And he lifted up his face to the window and said, Who is on my side? Who? Two or three eunuchs looked out at him. He said, Throw her down. So they threw her down, and some of her blood splattered on the wall and on the horses, and they trampled on her. Then he went in and ate and drank. And he said, See now to this cursed woman, and bury her, for she is a king's daughter. 
but when they went to bury her, they found no more of her than the skull and the feet and the palms of her hands. When they came back and told him, he said, This is the word of the Lord, which he spoke by his servant Elijah the Tishbite. In the territory of Jezreel the dog shall eat the flesh of Jezebel, and the corpse of Jezebel shall be as dung on the fin on the face of the field in the territory of Jezreel, so that no one can say, This is Jezebel. Now Ahab had seventy sons in Samaria, so Jehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria, to the rulers of the city, to the elders, and to the guardians of the sons of Ahab, saying, Now then, as soon as this letter comes to you, seeing your master's sons are with you, and they there are with you chariots and horses, fortified cities also, and weapons. Select the best and fittest of your master's sons, and set him on his father's throne, and fight for your master's house. But they were exceedingly afraid, and said, Behold, the two kings could not stand before him. How then can we stand? So he who was over the palace, and he who was over the city, together with the elders and the guardians, sent to Jehu, saying, we are your servants, and we will do all that you tell us. We will not make any one king. Do whatever is good in your eyes. Then he wrote to them a second letter, saying, If you are on my side, and if you are ready to obey me, take the heads of your master's sons, and come to me at Jezreel tomorrow at this time. Now the king's sons, seventy persons, were with the great men of the city, who were bringing them up. And as soon as the letter came to them, they took the king's sons and slaughtered them, seventy persons, and put their heads in baskets and sent them to him at Jezreel. When the messenger came and told him, They have brought the heads of the king's sons, he said, Lay them in two heaps at the entrance of the gate until the morning. Then in the morning when he went out, he stood and said to all the people, You are innocent. It was I who conspired against my master and killed him. But who struck down all these? Know then that there shall fall to the earth nothing of the word of the Lord, which the Lord spoke concerning the house of Ahab. For the Lord has done what he said by his servant Elijah. So Jehu struck down all who remained of the house of Ahab in Jezreel, all his great men and his close friends and his priests, until he left him none remaining. Ahab and Jezebel were the perfect pair. Unfortunately, not in doing good, but in doing evil. Thankfully, in the end, Ahab repented and humbled himself before God. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you have enjoyed this lesson. Until next week, remember to always and in every way be contending for the crown. We thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can also find us on several uh, social media platforms now. You can find us not only on Facebook, but you can also can find us on Tumblr. You can also find us on the Twitter alternative known as Telegram and on the Facebook alternative known as MeWe. We hope you enjoyed this program. We hope you will share with others. And as always, we thank you for listening.